Amen. So today, title of my message is When God Hears Us. We've been talking a lot about us hearing from God, but how many of you know God needs to hear from us too, amen? You know, when you pray, just share your heart with God. Just share your heart with Him. You want to know why? He already knows it. He already knows it, amen? He already knows your heart. So if you'll stand with me today, we're going to read from 1 John chapter 5, verses 13 through 15. 1 John, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Dear Heavenly Father, we do pray today that you give us what we ask for. Your presence, your forgiveness, your healing here, God, that we would experience that today, Lord, while being gathered together. Because, Lord, your word declares that when we're gathered together in the name of the Lord, there you shall be. So we know that you're here, your presence is here, and we just ask you to touch each one of us today in your presence, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. So as I said, we've been focused on hearing from heaven, you know, that we can hear God's voice. Can I hear an amen? amen? Now let me just tell you this, some people will tell you you're crazy if you think you can hear God's voice. But I know that he's speaking, he's still speaking, he spoke to me right there this morning about this sand rubbing, <coughs> about this irritation that's happening in people's lives. So we can hear his voice, amen, and we can, we can understand his plan for each one of us. He has a plan, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, he has a plan. And we're building a relationship with him so that we can discover that plan, so that we can walk in that plan, and we can serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords, amen. It's exciting to me to know that he wants to do this with us. It's exciting to me to know that he wants to speak to us. It's exciting to know that he hears us. That when we come before him and we lift up prayers to him, he hears us, amen? And that we're able to connect with him. We're able to walk with God. I love it when it talks in the book of Genesis how he would come down in the cool of the day into the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve and he would talk with them. Just, just imagine that for a moment. God coming down into the cool of your day this afternoon around 3 o'clock as it starts to rain and you're walking to the window and he begins to speak to you. Just entertain that, that God wants to talk. And he wants to hear from you. And that in itself is amazing, that God wants to hear from me amen that's incredible that he wants to listen to me talk so now when you when you pray god does not always say yes he doesn't always say no he doesn't always say 
not yet. He doesn't always say maybe, <coughs> but he listens. And, and if we go back to that scripture, what he does say is that he will give us what we ask for. But you, 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 got, you, got, to, you got to get the keys to it to understand to getting what you ask for. Amen? We've got to understand who he is and how he wants to do it. So I want to go through some of those things today. And the first one is, it, the first key is, you who believe in the name of the Son of God. You've got to believe. Amen? You have to believe. You have to believe that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen? Believing in Jesus is a big key to him hearing from us. If you don't believe in him, he may not hear you. Now, belief is a, is a big word. Go ahead and put that word up there, believe. Ella, there it is. It means to trust in, to have faith in, to be fully convinced of, acknowledge, to rely on. It expresses reliance upon and a personal trust that produce, produce, produces obedience. Now, I know we're not under the law, but Jesus said, if you love him, obey him. Amen? If you love him, you're going to obey him. And it's in there a lot. Just in John 14 and 15, you can look it up when you get home. He relates love and obedience together five times in those two chapters. He really wants us to be obedient to him. He wants us to do what he says. Amen? And... It's not as hard as you might think. It's just a matter of submitting. You know, it's just like, you know, when I was a kid, it was easy to obey my mom and dad if I wanted to. <coughs> right? I don't cough for days, and then I get up here, the stinking devil. <coughs> but it, it produces obedience in us, and it includes submission and a positive confession of the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. So that's what it means to believe. And that's where the Lord wants us. He wants us in that position of belief. And that way there's... How many of you are married? How many of you have ever had a hard time communicating? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's... it's just turn around. <laughs> She's looking at me with a big smile like, what's that guy going to say today? <laughs> but but <coughs> in, a, in a marriage, communication can be really challenging at times. You know, because like for Delonda and I, we're different. We're totally different people. I'm I mean, we're coming up on 43 years next month that we've been married. And that's just been by the grace of God because we are so different. And the thing that has happened for us is the grace for each other. You know, I tell Delonda, I said, you know, if I had feelings, you probably heard them right now. <laughs> and she's, she's like, Really? You, did what I said hurt your feelings? I said, if I had them, it would have. 
And I always tell her, I said, honey, number one rule, I never want to offend you. Number two rule, when I do offend you, remember number one. I never want to offend you. See, in, in our relationship with God, we never want to offend God, but we say stupid stuff. You know, we, we, we say things that we, we're like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? And, and we know it's offensive to God. We know it offends the Holy Spirit. And so the thing that we need to do is we need to confess, God, I'm sorry. Amen. And then get back into the belief structure that, that is on the wall right there to, to that express. It's a total reliance and a personal trust that produces obedience in my life to Jesus. Amen. I, I've got to keep that, keep that channel open. It's just like whenever I offend Alanda, I say, I'm sorry. I'm quick to say I'm sorry. And I don't care if I have to say it first. I'm sorry. Because I don't want anything in between us. Amen. I don't want any walls between us. And, 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 if, I, and if you offend me, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to say, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. I've had to do that with some staff members before because, you know, certain actions just bug me. And when it starts bugging me, I don't want to get... I don't want anything between, between us. So I go and I say, hey, this is bugging me. Why are you doing that? What's going on? Because whenever we have anything between us, it puts a block. And then, then what you do is you stop trusting. I'm pointing there because it's on my screen right there. You stop trusting. And so we've got to make sure that in our life, that our belief structure is maintained. That we, you should take a picture of that. You should write it down. <coughs> it's in the, I got the definition of belief out of the Spirit-Filled Life Bible, edited by Jack Hafer. It's in Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 10. That, that belief is, that definition is in there. And I love that one. That's why I always pull that one in when I'm talking about believing. Because it's powerful. And it takes down barriers that we have. And that's what we need. We need to take down all barriers so that there's nothing in the way between our relationship. Amen? That we have open communication with the Father. That we can talk to Him and, and believe. Now, believe, it's a huge, huge word. And it's... it's I've accepted Jesus, and I'm surrendered to him. Amen? This is the word that's used in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, when it talks about you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, and you will be saved. So this has to do with our salvation. This is the seeking after God that we need to have in our life, that we're seeking after him, that we're coming under his leadership, and he's the Lord of our lives. Amen? Everybody say, he's Lord. Lord. Amen. There's an old hymn (coughs) that says, I'm telling you, I haven't coughed for five days, and I get up here. (coughs) There's an old hymn that declares, through it all, I put my trust in Jesus. Remember that one, Tim? Yeah, I put my trust in Jesus. So as we, everybody say we, are working out our salvation, we're to become more like-minded with Jesus. To think the way he does. To do things the way that he does. As I have the mind of Christ, 
Because real critical to what he said in there, in the scripture, he said, we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. See, so it's not just praying what we want, but it's getting into the mind of Christ of what he wants. And so that we start praying along the lines of how Christ would want us to pray. And and that we're intertwined with his thoughts. You know, because sometimes we pray for things that we want, and and God not only says no, he, he just... Doesn't, he just doesn't do it. And you're thinking, why? 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 You know, because God knows what's best for us. Amen? And so as we grow in our relationship with him, we start understanding what's best for us according to him. And then that's how we start praying. You know, I, I slow down in, in things of my own nature desires, and I start going after what, his nature desires for me. And, and that's where I, I start changing, you know, because when I was young and dumb, I, I you know, you start, you, you see things in people and you start praying for God to change them. You know, like you, you, you pray for your mate. Oh, Lord, change my mate. You know, change my wife, God. You know, you know, you, I never, you know, you, you're always going to give me that. Well, you know, we, <clears throat> we pray, Lord, change them, change their heart, change their attitude. You know, and the thing about it is, is God brings them into your life to change you. <laughs> so, so when, when I, when, you know, when I'm praying, Lord, change and fix them. Oh, Lord, do something to them. God's saying, look in the mirror. Because <laughs> he wants to change each one of us, amen? We all got that irritation. Like my cough, <laughs> it's an irritation. <laughs> but God is turning us all into something beautiful, amen? He's making us pearls. So as you put on that mind of Christ, I was just thinking this week, the more that I put on Christ, I slow down in judgment to a pace mercy. That's where he, he wants me to be. He wants me to be merciful. And it's, it's like he's got to take off our rough edges so that we can be merciful to people. Because let me tell you, people are going through things. Tough things very challenging things. And we need to help them. Remember what I've been saying all year so far is that we need to help people find another way. Because Jesus didn't come to condemn anybody. He came to make us free. And God has given us another way to live. His way. And what we need to do First of all, we need to reflect his way. We need to reflect what we believe. Amen? We need to walk that out. 
so that people can see that, so that we can share it. And, and this takes me to that I number two, that I have a confidence that he hears me. I have confidence that he hears me. I believe when I pray that he hears me. I am sold out on that, and it's not a pride thing. It's just that I believe so much in my heart that I, ha, that when I pray, I believe he hears me. I am so confident that he hears me that when I ask, he's gonna, he's gonna listen. Amen. First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. <coughs> it says, The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. And then he throws in a but. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. So we, we've got to work out our righteousness in him, amen. And we need to get that, the evil out of us. Because we have a relationship with him through believing and we're doing right because of that, we can have a confidence that he hears us. I'm walking with God. I have relations with him, so I know that he hears me. Wow. God wants to hear from us, amen? And we need to know the second part of this verse also in the sense that the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. In the definition of do, it says, the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. What I wanted to know was, what does do mean? And do, in the definition of do, it talks about abiding. If you're abiding with evil, in the sense that you're practicing evil on an ongoing basis, He's turned his face against you. And he does not hear you. So, we, we know we live in a fallen world and sin is all around us. In that, we're not to participate in sinful things. I thought there'd be more amens. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> We shouldn't participate in those things. But if we do sin, because how many of you sin? Some of you will not raise your hand no matter what. I know that. But if you do sin, don't let it stick. Be quick to repent, amen? Keep moving forward. <coughs> the idea is that, you know, in John 15, it says we're to abide in Christ. Amen? We're to stay connected to Christ. His way of doing things, His way of being right. That's what we're to be connected. So if we're not, then we need to repent and get back to our, get our belief structure right again. Amen? Don't, don't allow the enemy to knock you off your spot of what you believe. Okay? So we're abiding in Christ so that He does not turn His face from us. Amen? So that when we pray, we have a confidence that he hears you. We have to. We need that confidence, amen? You know, and because he hears us, number three today, he will answer us. He will answer us, amen? The passage says, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. 
You know, but as long as what we ask for pleases him. So sometimes it's, it, it, it's not always, it does not always look like we think it should. Like, you know, when we ask in the name of Jesus, whatever his name covers, he says he will do it. In John 14, 13, he says, you can ask anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So when you look at his name, who he is, what his name declares, you can ask for it and believe you're going to receive it. So he's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord God that heals us. So we can ask, amen, for it, and he says he'll do it. <coughs> he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. <coughs> what do you need provision in? You can ask for the provision, and he says he will do it. Amen? You, you need peace? He's Jehovah Shalom. You can ask for the peace, and he will give it. Amen? You know, it goes on and on and on. There's like 365 names of God, one for every day that we can call on, and he says he'll do it. You just got to believe he's going to do it. Amen? The one thing you need to know is that, that God knows what is best for us. He knows all about us, even what we will ask for before we speak. He already knows. But, uh, but Matthew, it says, I put it on the bulletin today. Matthew 7, 7. <coughs> Keep on asking, and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. So there's something about being persistent in your prayers to keep on keeping on, amen, that we keep on asking. As I, I said last week, or I don't know, we've talked so much, Wednesday, could have been Wednesday, but when we, you know, some people will say that if you ask once, that should be enough. You know, well, I keep asking until it happens. <laughs> or I get a definite, definite no, that's not for you. Psalms 139, it says this, it says, Oh Lord, you've examined my heart. You know everything about me. Just let's pause. He knows everything about you. There's nothing hidden. You might think you're hiding things from him, but there's nothing hidden. He knows everything. It's verse 2, it says, <coughs> You know when I sit down, or stand up. You know my thoughts. Even when I'm far away. Remember a few weeks ago we talked about the meditations of our heart. That God knows the meditations of our heart. What we're dwelling on. What we're thinking on. God knows. You can't hide. You can't hide from God. He knows. You might say, well I didn't say that. But God knows what you're thinking. In verse 3, it says, you see me when I travel, <coughs> when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. He knows. He knows, amen. He knows your thoughts. He knows us. He knows what we need. He knows us. We've talked about this, like I said. He knows the meditations of our heart. He <coughs> He 
hears what you say, but he knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're thinking of, what you're trying to work out in your head. But I know this, <coughs> his intent is to bless us. That's what he desires. So let your prayers line up with the name of Jesus. Let your prayers line up with what's going to please the Father. Let your prayers line up with the Word of God. Amen? Stand upon the Word of God and don't let the enemy take you off your spot. And when you don't know what to pray, pray the Word of God. Pray the Bible. Read it. Pray it. You know, doing the daily Bible reading this month is taking us right now to the book of Job. Man, that poor guy. What he went through. Oh, my God. And I've had so many people tell me, I feel like Job. I, I doubt it. I mean, you may feel that way, but what Job went through, he lost, he lost all his livestock, he lost all his kids. Now he's got boils all over his body, and he's sitting there with a broken piece of pottery, and he's scraping them. All over him. And then he's got friends that are just blasting him. And friends like him, who needs enemies, huh? And then the guy today, you know, the young man that comes and speaks, he's like, hey, listen, if you need some wisdom, just ask me. He goes, ah, thank you. You know, that's the guy you want to slap. <laughs> but I, I, I think about Job, you know, especially since we're reading that right now. And I think, what a thing to have to go through. Talk about being irritated. The rub on him was really tough. But he came through. And if, when you get to the end of the book this week, if you're on our daily Bible reading, you can go to our website and join in. But when you get to the end of the book, <coughs> the Lord tells Job this. You were right, your friends were wrong. Everything his friends told him was wrong. But he said, Job was right. Stick with the Lord. Do things his way. And when you pray, he'll not turn his face from you. But he'll hear you. And if you're not into that place, repent. And get to that place. As David said in Psalms 104, he said, Oh Lord, you've examined my heart. Let the Lord examine your heart. Let him take a look at you and open yourself up to him so that we have this confidence that when we pray, he's going to hear us. Make sure that you line up with that. 
we pray with confidence in that. Amen? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, here we are before you today. Lord, we come with confidence before you today. And I ask, Lord, first of all, that you forgive us, God. <coughs> you forgive us, Lord, for the things that we've said wrong. You forgive us, God, where we've been weak and childish. Lord, that you forgive us where we, you, we think that we're hiding things from you. Because we see clearly, Lord, that you see everything. You hear everything down to the meditations of our heart. Lord, I pray your forgiveness over every one of us today. If you, if you know today you just need to be forgiven of some stuff, just raise your hand and wave at me. <coughs> amen, 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 amen. Father, you see all our hands. Forgive us, Lord. Come to each one of us today and just search our hearts that we may experience you like never before. That, Lord, that today we leave here with the confidence of who you are. I pray you forgive us, Lord, today that we could release where we've been abiding in sin. I pray that, Lord, that as your people, we would let go of that. We would not allow that to stay with us. That we would abide in Christ alone. That those things the enemies tried to put on us get off today in the name of Jesus. That we would be so connected to you, Jesus. That we would have such a confidence in our relationship, Lord. That we would know that you hear from us from heaven. Lord, that you not turn your face against us. Lord, I pray for anybody today that's been feeling lonely and abandoned. <coughs> and Lord, that you would come to them right now. Is there anybody here you've been feeling lonely and abandoned lately? Okay. Even in a room full of people, it can still happen. Anybody else? Lord, I pray you come to them right now. You just wash over them today, Lord, your love and kindness and your tender mercy, Lord. Lord, that you just wrap your arms around them and you love them today, God. Lord, let it be a supernatural move of love to bring healing. Restoration in their lives, God. Lord, we love you so much. And we're praying today, Lord, with a confidence 
that you're hearing us. And Lord, even as you spoke to me about those irritations of life, I pray that, Lord, that you do a quick work in each one of us. That, Lord, them irritations not stick with us. But, Lord, we just turn into that pearl, beautiful, to shine. And we would shine, Lord, before you and before men. Lord, I pray that you cover every person here today. <coughs> and you heal. Heal the brokenhearted, Lord. Physically heal people today, God. Heal bones. Heal tendons in, in the bones, God. In between, Lord. I pray that you take the pain out right now. There's be a supernatural healing taking place in people's bodies right now. I pray for blood sugars, blood pressure, Lord. Healing to come today in the name of Jesus. Let it flow from your throne, God. Supernatural work. A supernatural work. Father, we give you praise today. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing in our lives. And Lord, we look forward to having a talk today. confidence, Lord, that you're hearing us. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. Well, hey, be safe this week. I know it's going to rain. Praise God for the rain. Amen. Let the lakes fill up. Let the rivers be full. Let your hearts be full today. With Jesus, as you go, may he protect you and keep you, amen. May his face shine upon you. And may his grace be poured out upon you every day as you go your way. Walk close to him, amen. Walk hand in hand with him. Abide in him, and he'll abide in you, amen. Stand with me this morning. Father, as we go today, I pray that covering of protection over every person here today, that you cover, keep, and protect them. Lord, that your hand would gird them up, give them strength for their journey, Lord, and be with them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.